Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, Shelly. How are you on this lovely afternoon? I'm doing pretty well, and how about yourself? Well, you know what? I am on my fifth cup of coffee. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling frantic. But most of all, I'm feeling pretty excited about our guest. Oh, and could you tell us who that guest is going to be? Oh, my God. Okay. Listeners, we have a fantastic, <laughs> thrilling, electrifying guest, wow. freelance film and entertainment writer, Brianna Ziegler, everyone. <laughs> Yay! Oh Yay! I'm Brianna. Kids. Thank you so much. Wow, what an intro. That's the nicest intro I've ever gotten. Little children clapping for me. What could be better? Yeah. Oh. We are just so excited to have you here. Oh, isn't that right, kids? Gosh, you're really plugged into the youth culture. That's so great. Mm, God, I I'm really so am. Nice. <laughs> now, would you tell us and the children who you've chosen this week as your stealth sex symbol and which movie we'll be discussing? I have chosen classic hot actor Stephen Buscemi mm. and mm. the film where he is arguably, in my opinion, many, m- there are people who would disagree, <laughs> but I believe he's at his hottest in Reservoir Dogs. That's how I became obsessed with him. Bold, bold take. <laughs> I am like a trailblazer. Considering that facial hair, that is pretty bold. <laughs> that is- Shut up! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we love Buscemi here, and we are very excited to talk about truly one of our our favorite hot character actors. And um, a New York firefighter. New York firefighter, and I saw him in person once, and he looked very handsome and stylish. Dude, and he was oh my god. Very nice to Aquafina. <laughs> He everyone tells me they see him around New York and like he's very nice and it's like I just moved here so I swear (laughs) to God if I don't see him like within the next year I'll be upset like I don't know I'll be sad. Is that why you moved to New York? Yes. To hopefully run into Steve Buscemi. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, this is unrelated. But another hot actor that I love. When I was here (laughs) visiting a friend last summer, we walked by Michael Shannon, and I like started (gasps) emitting this very high pitched squeal (laughs) as we walked by him. (laughs) Oh man, he seems like a terrifying person to see, but like in a very exciting way. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was exciting. Yeah. He's oh, wow. yeah, he's great. He does like uh, yeah. like improv shows at the pit sometimes, or did back really? in the old days. 
yeah, oh just randomly. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's well, a weirdo. Damn. Okay. Well, before we get into <laughs> this very exciting crush this week, um, Michael, do we have an another guest who's going to be popping by soon? Oh my god. Uh, he goes by many names. Uh, mm. I call him Derek. Some people call him by his middle name, Adam. Mm. Uh, but we call him uh, affectionately. Call yeah. Yeah. All right, Shelly, you got to cut this. You got to cut it. You got to cut it. We're going to. Okay, Ooh. good. Thank God. Did you uh, hear that? That uh, smooth you, did, cut off. Oh, uh, baby. We don't. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, Brianna. Um, yes. <laughs> we pay so much money for uh, that short little soundbite. It's no made way. Us, like, mm, yeah, we no. pay. We pay like a lot of money for it. And uh, normally, like Shelly, you know. <laughs> She hits it a couple times, and it's like, well, oh, we got to pay this Well, guy. in my defense, I have only been using this website for about a year. Um, so hmm. it, it does seem, you know, pretty soon to expect me to have all the buttons figured out, you know? No, but you've done <laughs> – no, You. what I did want to say is, like, you have definitely improved. Uh, we are definitely Thank saving you. money. I'm Thank no longer bleeding much. cash, um, which is uh, <laughs> cold hard cash to the bank of cash. Dr. Drinkenstein. <laughs> do you know what I have to do for that money? <laughs> Can you reveal on camera or not on camera? We're not on camera. Can you reveal on recording how much it costs? Can I uh, know? <laughs> wow. Oh, See, these are the things you never ask a woman her age and you never ask a podcast host how much they spend on a sound cue. Oh gosh, my my bad milady. Oh um, my god, I need well, to speak to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm a notorious you, misogynist. Honestly. Oh no. Oh no, not another you one. Heard it here folks. <laughs> Rihanna is canceled. She hates <sighs> women and she is very nosy. <laughs> Woo, what a week. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so Derek is is uh, on his way, correct? Um, He's on his way. Um, yeah, yeah, you confirmed I mean, did he give me. us like an ETA of, you know, when we can expect him? Because, Brianna, we go through this every week. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. You know, it's like we, we send him the calendar invite. You know, we give him a time when he's supposed to be here. Um, and it seems that something is always <laughs> coming up with this guy. So, huh. yeah. Shelly. And Michael wow. keeps inviting him back. Shelly, look. Every damn week. It's pretty rude of him, actually. You should, like, yeah. see what's going on with that guy. Maybe, like, pop into his place. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in Williamsburg. <laughs> Where does he live, Michael? <laughs> Only he lives in yeah, it's not far from me. I'm in Bushwick. <laughs> yeah, I live in Bushwick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh we should both hang out with this guy. Yeah, we should hop on the L and we should see what's up. Hop on the L or the J or the M, mm. any of the, you know, Bush. Ooh, I haven't been on trains. the M yet. Mm, I, do, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm an L. You, you could all go uh, walking around Brooklyn looking for Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I but, think he lives uh, in Park Slope. Mm. So just, just a little tip. A little yeah, tip let's for you in the to get to, but it's fine. We'll make it work. Let's do our research. Find out where he lives. Put it on the next episode. Yeah. Let people know. Um, <laughs> we'll dox Steve Buscemi. Is that what that is? <laughs> I think um, that's why we doxing. You've got mail. You've got oh. mail. Oh, You've got mail. You've got God mail. damn it! <sighs> that was a lot of mails. <laughs> that's a lot of mail. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I, I use AOL email for my email let me just clickety clack <laughs> into it just hack into it put my password in um okay is it um is it from derek maybe maybe um give yeah shelly it's from derek yeah, shelly let's hmm? it's from derek it's mm -hmm. from derek okay okay and Look, what did he say shelly <sighs> Okay. My I can breathe too. Dearest. <laughs> we're all good at breathing here. If there's one thing all three of us can do, it's breathe. Let's breathe. Yeah. A little um, okay. Uh, Michael, it seems like you're stalling. I am stalling. I, I, I wanted to see if he was going to come. You know, sometimes you just mm -hmm. got to let a man be like jazz, you know? Uh, <laughs> And that's all I have you, to say about sometimes that. Sometimes you have to let a guy come like jazz. 
<laughs> no, no, Shelly. That's crass. That's crass. Come on now. No, Talk I'm like a lady, lady Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. When I Jeez. do it, it's being a lady, actually. Oh, come mm. on. Um, <laughs> what's he say? What's What does this guy have to say? My dearest darling doggies. Oh, well, mm. that's... I don't like being called a dog. and <sighs> Feels... Yeah, that feels rude. It's like a two birds, one stone. It's racist and it's misogynist. I think that's <laughs> yeah. inappropriate. That's awfully close to being called a bitch, and I don't yeah. love that. Surely <laughs> is. Um, I'm I guess at... Brianna's not the only misogynist here. Oh, thank oh. God I'm not alone, but there's quite a few of us <laughs> out there. You'd be surprised. Yeah, maybe you should find this guy. It sounds like you guys would get along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, uh, I interrupted. <laughs> my, no, it's... Totally fine. Totally fine. Mm, Thank Um, you. My dearest darling doggies, I'm at Pat and Lorraine's coffee shop with seven near duels using racial slurs and talking about Madonna. (laughs) Oh. Um, I honestly don't. Why would he admit it? I don't know. Um, Jeez. Oh my God. He admitted it. He admitted it. Um, Stop. (laughs) Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I've got the feeling that something ain't right. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair, and I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Here I am. Stuck in the middle writing this letter to you. Yes, I'm stuck. This is such a nice little little letter. I like that he went. This is kind of a creative, like an original thing. Um... I, I no, I think those are song lyrics. Nah, come on. Yeah, yeah. sounding awfully familiar. Mm. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you, and I'm wondering what it is I should do. Oh. It's so hard to keep the smile from my face, losing control uh, all over the place. Clowns to the left and hmm. jokers to the right. Why did you just said that sentence? Yeah, all I right. think that Brianna might be onto here, something here. Yeah, that's Steeler's wheel. In the middle with you. <laughs> He couldn't yeah. even be bothered to write an original note for us. It's pretty you know, cowardly. I think it is. Maybe it's just parallel thinking. You know, parallel no. thinking. I don't think it is. What if it's maybe, parallel maybe. thinking, though? Yeah. Like, I don't think you're right. Can it be I parallel think... if some of the thinking happened in like the 70s and some of the thinking happened now? <laughs> but if he never, time, look, we don't know how time works. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we never, we don't know if he heard the song before. This is kind oh, of disappointing. <laughs> yeah, because at first I was like, "Wow, he's got a really sort of like poetic writing style in this one." But yeah, so that, I like that is a he, disappointment. I I like how he said one sentence and then he said it again a little bit later. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know yeah. if you know this about me, but I don't really listen to um, what do you guys call music uh, very oh. often, and oh. so you know I'm still getting uh, familiar with the concept of song. Okay, well, see, yeah, that's that's the problem. That's the misunderstanding we're having here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I think I think Brianna might be might be correct on this one. I believe that this this is a set of song lyrics. I believe. So, well, that makes me feel sad. I mean, I think that you should confront him about it. Well, I don't like confrontation. <laughs> well, you've got to say something because I'm tired of this disrespect. He doesn't show up. He can't even be bothered to write his own note. And you are the one who keeps inviting him, so you need to be the one who speaks to him about this. But Shelly, you know better than I that you know better than anyone does that I am pretty good at tolerating disrespect. (laughs) And that is a virtue. But listen, I am not, and I don't like it, and I think you need to talk to him. And in fact, I think right now you need to write him back and let him know that I'm not happy, that I'm going to read his recipe. I'm going to read it now, but I'm not happy about it. Okay, I'm going to write an original letter of my own, and we'll see Mm. how it goes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, In the meantime, while you write that, we have the recipe for the Steve Sour. This recipe calls for 1.5 ounces of overproof rye, 0.5 ounces triple sec, fresh lemon and orange juice to taste, about 2 to 1 lemon to orange, the white of one egg, a Bud Light, and Peychaud's Bitters. Combine the rye, triple sec, citrus, and the egg white in a shaker. Shake vigorously without ice, then again with ice. 
Strain into a highball glass full of ice and top with Bud Light and add Peychaud's bitters and an orange slice to the top for decor. And that, my friends, is the Steve Sour. See, this is the problem because he does things like this that, you know, are disrespectful to us, but then he pulls through with a cool drink. That's What that's, are we supposed to make of that? That's a pretty, I, th- I think that's fine. I don't know. I we've spent enough enough time, enough emotional energy on this guy. <laughs> when I mean, we I wrote could him a le- be talking about Steve Buscemi. I wrote him a letter back that I think is gonna let him know what's what. Good. You let him know what's what. And also, could you let our audience know what the film Reservoir Dogs is about? Oh God. Before I do, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say I looked up the lyrics to Don Henley's uh, 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 Heart of the Matter, and I was going to read that, and I was oh, really yeah. excited about it. Um, <laughs> but it's going to take up too much time, so I just wanted mm. you all to know that I was going to do that. Um, okay. Thanks. <laughs> thank you for letting us know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, now, is there something else you could let us know? Of course. Six criminals with simp. Sorry. Six <laughs> criminals with pseudonyms, and each strangers to one another are hired to carry out a robbery. The heist is ambushed by police, and the gang are forced to shoot their way out. At their warehouse rendezvous, their survivors, realizing that they were set up, trying to find the traitor in their midst. Now, a little um, secret of the trade, Brianna, is that um, we mm-hmm. mostly just take these synopses off IMDb, mm. and that is why they usually sound like uh, they came from Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most convoluted sentence structures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't, I mean, as a writer, I would say that wasn't, like, the most grammatically, like good yeah. way to go about it but yeah. you know no. very, i wasn't very... gonna knock you for it <laughs> we appreciate it it turns out you are a lady after all so thank you, for that. Thank you. <laughs> and if you ever want to come in to punch up our synopses <laughs> maybe imdb should hire me as their writer maybe. i think so uh-huh. imdb if you're listening <laughs> have we IMDb. got the gal for you <laughs> Oh, IMDb. I love money. Oh, have a job, but I love money. <laughs> money is good. You can never have enough money. I don't think you can, no. No, it's Mm-mm. true. You know who else loves money? Oh, who? who? These Me? dang guys in this movie. Ah! <laughs> nice. Before we get into our, nice. our main discussion about Reservoir Dogs, we do have a little game that we like to play. Michael. Uh-oh. Would you like to introduce this sexy little game? But of course. <laughs> Welcome to the sexy trivia game. I get the listeners real slick for movie <laughs> chatting. Uh, starting off with letter A. <laughs> In the fifth installment of Jason Reitman's live read series, <laughs> in honor of Black History Month, he presented a reading of Reservoir Dogs that was uh, 99% black. I don't get why they said it like that, uh, but Pat Oswalt <laughs> was there. It featured Common as Mr. Brown and Marvin Nash, Terrence Howard's weird ass as Mr. Blonde, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. as Mr. Orange, Lawrence Fishburne as Mr. White, Anthony Mackie as Mr. Pink, Anthony Anderson as Nice Guy Eddie, Chi McBride, and Patton Oswalt as K. Billy Holdaway and the cop in the bathroom. <laughs> Pretty nice. Oh and if there is one thing that makes me think Black History Month, it's the script of Reservoir Dogs. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They use very appropriate language and mm. I have no problems or qualms with it at all. Ooh, goodness gracious. What a fun time. Now, mm-hmm. Brianna, would you like to read us number B? Ooh. Number B? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh no my god, wait, was I supposed to have the outline in front of me? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that right? Oh, oh wait, um, what's my sexy voice? Um, ow! <laughs> ow, I don't have the outline in front of me! <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing! No, that's good. How about Hold you on. check out number Hold B on. in the chat? This is pretty good. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting this, this little here doc Google doc out! <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, nice. Holy okay. shit, I rock hard. <laughs> Here we fucking go. On on a <clears throat> on a day off on a day off during the shoot, Lawrence Tierney was arrested for allegedly pulling a gun on his nephew Michael Tierney. According to Quentin Tarantino, Tierney was taken from his bail arrangement to the set. It's so nice of them to do that for him. <laughs> <laughs> some things work out for some people. Very nice. It's very nice. Do you think that they had um, bail written into the budget? Like the way they had uh, cocaine secretly written into the Star Wars films? There's cocaine in the Star Wars films? Apparently part of the budget was for cocaine, and they were like, yeah, it's for the set shit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. Losing their fucking minds in them alien suits. They're having a good time, baby. <laughs> Ooh, let's round this out with number C. Oops. Wait, fuck, I fucked up the buttons again. It's okay, just keep on rolling. Everyone's fucking up. Oh, we're doing great, we're doing great, we're pushing through. Number C. Although there is no definitive answer to what Mr. White whispers to Mr. Orange, in the French release of the film, he says, You don't want a blowjob, by the way. In the, in the Italian dubbed version, he says, Do you want me to give you a hand job too? And in the Spanish dubbed version, he says, I'll comb your hair so you look handsome. You know, that sounds very nice. The last oh time God. I got shot in the gut, you know, someone <laughs> combed my hair, gave me a hand job and a blow job at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, before you die, can I yank that little pecker of yours? <laughs> <laughs> and that's great writing, folks. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, what a fun round of the sexy trivia game in which everything went smoothly and we all did everything right. So and extremely right. voice, extremely sexy voices all around everyone. Mm. Wow. Definitely the sexiest we did a good job. Had. Oh, it was good. That was a roaring success. Rip roaring huh. good time. <laughs> well, now that we've uh, gotten some trivia under our belts and we've gotten all slick and excited. Let's talk about the 1992 Quentin Tarantino film, Reservoir Dogs, and our stealth sex symbol, Mr. Steve Buscemi. Now, Rihanna, please mm. tell us, what was it about Steve Buscemi as Mr. Pink that got your pink going? Hello. Does that work? <laughs> mm. <laughs> your voice is just I have, we were doing very well for like 20 minutes there and now in the past 10 minutes I've like three times your voices just I stop hearing them and then they come back so I mean hopefully you can probably just edit this out <laughs> but like um, considering the question that I just asked I think it was a good good thing that you couldn't oh, oh interesting why don't you say it again please say it again exactly what it? you did the first time mm. So, uh, so Brianna, um, <laughs> what what is it about Steve Buscemi as Mr. Pink that gets you all excited in in your pink? Well, I mean, <laughs> no comment. Jesus Christ! And we're gonna end the podcast there. Thank you so much for coming on. <sighs> uh, it's been I fun, can't be guys. associated with this. This is a bad look for me. <laughs> As a misogynist, <laughs> I can't let anyone Actually, know I have a pussy. I've got to uphold my reputation. People can't. <laughs> it's gonna ruin the brand. <laughs> but in all seriousness, <laughs> what got your pink going? Yep, say it again. Mm -hmm. uh, no, say it one more time. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay, um. Yeah. No, it was like, uh, I mean, 
I got really into Tarantino in high school because, as I mentioned, I think before we started recording, I was like a film girl film bro of the highest order. <laughs> like, I liked all the film bro films, like, you know, Fight fucking Club. like Fight Club, Train Spotting, Clockwork Orange, like Love David it. Fincher, oh, everything David Fincher, everything Tarantino. I was also really into Wes Anderson. I guess he counts. I'm <laughs> still into I Wes think Anderson. I yeah. um, but what like, you're telling me is you were not like other girls. I wasn't like other girls. I was a cool girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Much like Amy Dunn in David Fincher's film Gone Girl. Yeah. Um, and but... you also brutalized, uh, what the fuck's his name? <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've, I've, they never got me, but mm. I kind of did that. Yeah. You're welcome. I hope the police aren't listening to this podcast. <laughs> They are the not. Feds. Oh, <laughs> they <God>. are not. <laughs> no bit there, not. just now. Nah, they're not. <laughs> I'm pretty certain they are not listening to this. <laughs> I sent them okay, an email. So little... like this... Yeah. 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 But... Guys, please don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I this wasn't like my it, Reservoir Dogs wasn't my first Tarantino film. My first Tarantino okay. film was definitely Inglorious Bastards. Um, Ooh. and then I like, I don't really know. I think I was just, I mean, I, I was on Tumblr. Tumblr really informed like what movies I watched as a teenager. <laughs> like most of the movies that I got into, I just got off of Tumblr. And I think I just like s somehow it was like, it got in my, in my wavelength or whatever and i checked mm. it out and i think tangentially i was following this girl on tumblr named mm. the her 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 handle or, or her username or whatever her name was like elka she was like a dutch i think girl <laughs> okay and her handle was the patriarchy and her <laughs> uh, her bit was loving steve buscemi and it was like kind of a bit but also she really did find him hot so yeah. it was like i kind of like as a teenager just started like straight up copying her because like I also was really like she talked about Stevie Shemi so much and I was like damn she's like got a fucking point and like yeah it was like I glommed off of her a bit but very earnestly also like made loving Stevie Shemi like my own thing with my own friends I love it but yeah no that was like for a while I would say Reservoir Dogs was my favorite Tarantino film mm -hmm. and a huge part of that was Steve Buscemi another huge part of that he's not the focus of this conversation on this podcast but Tim Roth I was Ugh. also so but it is so funny to me that I'm my mind is blown as to what the French and Italian or whatever translation of what he was because I don't know if you're aware of this but like people ship them it's like a big thing that Reservoir Dogs is like secretly a gay movie I love it. it I get it I, I mean I obviously read it as also there's like a slight gay subtext there but like that sure. knowing that that translation is legit for, for those is like holy shit like <laughs> that is I wonder how many teen girls had like obsessive crushes inspired by this movie because I loved Reservoir Dogs as a teenager. I watched it all the time in high school because I was in love with Tim Roth. And then I watched so Hell many yeah. bad 90s movies because I wanted to watch everything Tim Roth had ever been in. <laughs> I also, I had like, I feel like at the same time as being into Steve Buscemi, I was really, really into Tim Roth. I didn't watch oh, yeah. like a ton of Tim Roth movies, but I just like would re I would not retweet. I would reblog like mm. photo sets and like pictures. I had like tons of pictures of Tim Roth on my phone. Like oh, I was like it. obsessed. And he's still so hot. I just watched this yeah. new film that he's in. I reviewed this new film Sundown that he's in. Yeah. My man is looking fine. Oh. He's oh. hot as fuck still. He's got like tattoos and shit. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, he's a hot I dad. <laughs> This has come up, I believe, on the podcast before, but I have a, you know, definitive personal favorite sex scene. Um, so I must know if you've watched the movie Captives. No, I have not. Oh, my. He has sex on a bathroom floor and it is a real delight. So highly recommend it. Okay. I'm taking that seriously. I will put that on my watch list. That's important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're an interesting type. I think both uh, Tim Roth and Steve Buscemi that don't feel like we have as much of them in movies right now a very specific kind of like white guy character actor in 90s indie movies yeah like I, I have are... a hard time thinking of any that are like kind of similar in their type you know 
I mean, like, I feel like one of our best, like, weird looking hot guys right now is Adam Driver. But I feel and I feel like he toes a line between mainstream and indie. He does both. Mm -hmm. I feel like he has other than like Star Wars. I feel like he's done pretty well at like carving himself out like a nice niche doing weirder Mm -hmm. stuff. I like the choices that he makes and the projects that he takes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's very important as a weird looking hot guy. <laughs> like we, we don't have enough of those in like we mainstream films. <laughs> yeah. Weird looking guys, we love you. Now, Michael, we, you we also were into this movie as a teenager, right? Uh as a child. Um as a child. A child. My, yeah, my uh my dad oh, right. uh made me watch the movie when I was like ten or eleven years old. <laughs> Holy um, fuck. He was like, Nate uh, is so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Keyword. Hey, Michael, like one day, I feel like I had just watched like Shrek or like Mystery as, Man. Yes, as a 10 year old does. <laughs> my dad was like, Hey, you ever see, uh, you ever see Reservoir Dogs? And I was like, Oh, you know, no, I, I haven't. <laughs> like, no, dad, I'm 11. <laughs> he was like, All right. Let's check that out. And so we watched that. We watched Pulp Fiction, and we watched oh, oh god, um, The Night Breed. Um, it's an old that? monster movie. Um, it's like eight. It was a little slasher, and uh, like during all the scenes that were like super uh, graphic, he'd like cover up any <laughs> nudity or assault scenes um, sure. <laughs> with his hand. But yeah, we watched. We watched uh, Reservoir Dogs, and, you know, there's something about watching a movie like that when you're 10. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I wasn't, like, scared or anything like that, you know? Like, I kind of watched it like it was, you know, like it was Shrek. And (laughs) afterwards, I was like, all right, Dad, like, this is fucking cool, man. Let me know when you want to watch some shit. And we continued to watch things that were, like, wildly inappropriate for my age, and... Here I am today. Look at you now. I was just <laughs> about to say, now. yes. <laughs> Fine young man you are today. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, your dad couldn't have possibly known that he was directly contributing to you being a grown person with a podcast all about being horny someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. No idea. Oh, that is amazing. So why... why uh, Steve Buscemi in this movie compared to like other Steve Buscemi movies, like yeah, because he's great in Fargo. Um, he's great in Fargo. Oh, he's he like is soulful. really hot in Fargo. <laughs> yeah, he's like soulful Ugh. in Trees Lounge, and like he's got so many great movies. So true. But this, this is definitely one of his most like cockroachy kind of characters. <laughs> so, what is it about him in this movie that like makes it your favorite? Um, he's in a suit and he's like smoking. Mm-hmm. That really, there's this like one shot of him that I love when they go to the warehouse mm-hmm. and like Mr. Orange is dying or whatever and they like go into the like him and Mr. White go into the bathroom and they like start mm-hmm. smoking cigarettes and he like he like leans back and like has the cigarette like hanging out of his mouth and he just like pushes his hair back and it's like <laughs> it's like titillating <laughs> he just looks really good in his little suit like I know his personality is like you know he's like a little weasel but like he looks hot and it's Steve Buscemi like you can't yeah. escape that fact <laughs> maybe part of the reason why we don't have as many of like this archetype of hot guy is that not enough people smoke in movies anymore it's so I get it's bad for you but like I mean come on it's so like, hot maybe <laughs> it's so hot it's so cool maybe we just add a disclaimer at the beginning of movies now like don't do this I would like to see more of it again though that's why older movies are better. It's the main reason. There's no no uh, no other reason actually. Just <laughs> yeah, the cigarettes. It's all cigarettes. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm I, this to might see be false are, information. Oh like, <laughs> no, I was gonna say this might be false information, but I'm I believe that up. in movie theaters in India, they're required to like put a warning on any scene in a movie where they're like smoking cigarettes. That rules. It's like, just do that. And then that rocks. Get hot and smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we can get more of that shit again and bring like, then we can get like the seventies. Everyone says is the best a, a decade for movies in American cinema. But it's like, so it's like, if we bring smoking back, we could get like a new 
like yeah. new 70s era that's what we yeah. have to do i'm very smart we i have lots of ideas more guys who look like they smell like an ashtray and they probably oh, yeah. could wash their hair mm. that's hot that's good the ideal man <laughs> What about the it? only I would say the only flaw is Steve Buscemi is kind of short. I think he's five nine. Mm. I I know that. I think off the five nine or five ten. I feel like short. Hold five nine is short. I like prefer. I'm like one of. I'm like a size queen when it comes oh. to height. Like I'm. I'm very. I need a man over six feet tall. I need him to be oh. a ghoul. <laughs> a giant ghoul. A giant ghoul. That's fair. That's fair. So Adam Driver is like absolutely. He's like, like my ideal man. <laughs> okay. Well, Michael and I are famously um, short king fans, so you know this is a respect. Kind of respect. They need yeah. the love. You know? Tall ghouls. Tall ghouls is a very specific genre. Not this just tall. True. Tall mm-hmm. ghouls. <laughs> yeah. I like guys that are like gangly and like kind of freaky looking. Do you mm. like that really big guy from Twin Peaks? Oh, that's no, no. That's, that's <laughs> too foolish. Just like tall. actually a ghoul. <laughs> I can't do actually a ghoul. I mean, like ghoul esque, you know? Okay, yeah. So not the Twin Peaks guy. Not but the fair question. Scary guy in It Follows who comes into the bedroom. <laughs> no, no, up. no real ghouls. What do we okay. think about Chet Hanks? Chet no. Hanks. No. <laughs> Hard no on Chet Hanks. What about Colin Hanks? Boo. Colin Hanks. Okay. None of the Hanks. No. Why are we talking Colin. about the Hankses? Colin Hanks <laughs> just looked at tall, weird-looking white guys. And I, no, he's too that, normie looking. He's like what, he looks okay. like a like a Bible student. No offense. <laughs> also, Colin Chet Hanks. has like real. I think short guy energy. He doesn't feel like a tall guy. Absolutely. You know? Oh, he's five ten, mm. which means average height. Um, yeah. and that's like t- five ten guys are the guys who lie about being like six foot. Um, yeah, but are actually right. five ten the worst uh, height to be like 510 511 yeah, yeah. my <laughs> friend is my friend is actually 511 he's like just under six feet but like <laughs> on his driver's license he's like close enough that it just says six feet cool. <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe he trusted you with that information now you're blowing up his spot I on the know, podcast i'm gonna say his name but <laughs> secret safe with me you know I- Anytime I, I I be clocking these motherfuckers, I see these guys in the street and I walk around with a measuring tape and the guy says he's six foot. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, bro. You mind if I just take this out and mm-hmm. five, ten and a oh, half, yeah. my guy. That's what I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are so many like class, like especially like 70s actors who like it says online they're five, seven. And you're like, Al Pacino is five, five. Don't don't try to kid us. Come on. Wait, is that really that what shit. it says? For his height, he's a tiny man. He's tiny. Yeah, he's, a everyone... he's just a little guy. Every little guy is quote unquote five seven. It's like no, no, no. We know you're juicing the numbers. That's funny. Or maybe they're like Tom Cruise and they're wearing lifts, oh, uh. <laughs> making their female co-stars walk in a ditch beside them. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Tom Cruise is my favorite short king for real. Oh, <laughs> he's just... a lunatic. He's An a lunatic. incredible psycho. <laughs> Our, one of our best mm. oh yeah yeah De- oh god i can't wait until he dies and we get some sort of like tell-all book about him he's, he's louise i can wait Absolutely. until the motherfucker dies god damn god tom cruise if you're out there shelly cannot wait until you're dead tom cruise if you're listening i hope you live a nice long life and i hope you're in the best of health uh my love to the kids and family I also have deep respect for L. Ron Hubbard. (laughs) (laughs) If you tell me where uh, Shelly Miskovich is, I won't tell a soul. (laughs) Gosh. um, If you ever need a stuntman, Tom Cruise, I am your person. Let me know. Holler at me. I will do it. I'll put on the whole face. I'll do it. I swear (laughs) to God. You know you would never allow that. Someone else doing his stunts? That's his whole shtick. I I know. Yeah, he's hardcore. Mm-hmm. I think it would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. Um, this is like movie. only, you know, vaguely related, but because we're talking about um, like crazy actors and we're talking about Reservoir Dogs, I wanted to check in with you guys to see if you were aware that Michael Madsen is a poet. <laughs> no way. Is he Michael like a Madsen professional poet or just he dabbles? <laughs> He's a, <laughs> a published poet. 
but no his way. poems are exactly what you would think a Michael Madsen poem would be like. I'm gonna Go look on. One up right um, now. I, I just wanted to one. share uh, oh a God. special one called Zippo. That's what I'm. Yes. <laughs> I pour another shot of vodka and see my reflection on the back <laughs> of a silver Zippo, <laughs> like a mirror in an amusement park. A little crooked, a little strange. Never underestimate the value of a Zippo. <laughs> oh my God. This is fucking Thank you for that. sick. This is fucking, <laughs> oh my God. I yeah, just found I think one this, called this um, genre good. is known as Dudes Rock. <laughs> Dudes, there's not enough poetry oh, written by, there's not enough male poets. You ever think about that? There's not enough guys going out. There's, there's some so good true. shit. We need something for the fellas. We need guys like poems. Yeah. Guys have feelings. They do. Hello. Preach. Oh. Preach. Women writers uh. have been getting too much attention for too long. That's fucking We're right. Sick of it. I'm sick of all this Joni Mitchell, friggin' uh, Emily Dickinson, uh, fucking uh, who's another person? Joan Didion, she do poems. <laughs> Those are the two. Yeah, the that's two. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of this Emily Dickinson shit. Oh god, give me a cigarette poem. <laughs> Zippo. The... Oh my god. Zippo. Too good. Can we do another one? Can we do another one? I just saw yeah, one called please. End. Uh, this one's called please End. Sure. I opened the window of my motel room, and the December wind got sucked around, sucked across the floor. Under the door of the hallway, it made an eerie sound, creepy and slow. On the TV, they advertised G.I. Junkie and G.I. Judas, complete with backstabbing action. I'm living to see the destruction of everything holy, everything hopeful, everything bearded, everything oh that ever God. meant anything. Christmas has become a media event without consequences. <laughs> Our children will suffer long after the snow-covered ground. Uh, Wait, do we have a do we have a date for these? Uh, that's yeah. Uh, when is 2000. this war on Christmas book? Okay, two thousand before nine eleven. Before nine eleven, <laughs> you couldn't write that shit after nine eleven. You, you couldn't. couldn't you know. couldn't do that. America was scared of the truth. People were afraid. <laughs> How much do you want to bet Michael Madsen is a nine eleven truther? Um, I feel like Michael Madsen's into some weird shit. I feel like he's got some weird thoughts. Michael Madsen. What a cool guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we've gone uh, far astray of Steve Buscemi just talking about, you know, garden variety psychos. Um, so Brianna, do you remember your first movie crush? Or your, yes. your childhood movie sexual awakening? <laughs> yes. When I read the outline, I had my answer immediately ready to go and it was mrs tweety from chicken run Yo, that movie fucking slaps that, oh god i mean for one it's a perfect That's movie amazing. it's a perfect movie oh like, my god and the reason it was mrs tweety i will explain like i uh -huh. am i am i've found i found out in more recent years that i'm bi but like mm -hmm. i would say it's like a very heavily heavily skew towards men so uh -huh. it like makes sense like i like I like women and guys that like look very similar, but when mm -hmm. I like I, I very like I like ghouls, ghoulish guys, but I also like guys that are kind of like feminine and like waifish looking. Um mm -hmm. so I liked Mrs. Tweedy because the first time I saw a picture of her, I thought she was a guy. <laughs> like I thought she was a feminine looking man. And Mrs. Tweedy has informed like my that. taste in men in real life, like oh, since that's amazing. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love that so very much. Do you Thank also you. have a crush on um who's the scary lady in Fantastic Mr. Fox? The like wife of the farmer guy. No. No, she's too like ugly looking. Like like Mrs. <laughs> Tweety has like just that smooth like um Armin animation face. Uh -huh. Whereas like in Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think that bitch like has lines and shit. I think she looks very severe. Uh -huh. 
Man, I I really think you got to get your story straight here because first you tell us you like ghouls, then you tell us that she's. Got I'm a woman, lines. like I have, I am a woman of many tastes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You worldly. I do. Yes, that's right. That is incredible. I mean, have you found that you've had many other scary looking uh, women crushes in the movies um, throughout no, the years? No, no, it's it's. Like, uh, another female crush is, like, very boringly Kristen Stewart. I mean, like, everyone has a crush on her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I good. Say, like, yeah, most of the guys I feel like that I'm into, yeah, they follow the Mrs. Tweedy archetype. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Brianna's a lover of ghouls. <laughs> Uh, now, Michael, we also yeah. picked out some movies that we thought would be fun to pair with Reservoir Dogs. So you want to mm-hmm. tell us what you picked out this week? Sure thing. So um, I picked out a movie called Small Town Crime. Um, mm-hmm. It came out in 2017, features notable hotties uh, John Hawks, Octavia Spencer, Ooh. and Clifton Collins Jr. Uh, alcoholic yes. ex-cop finds a woman on the roadside left for dead. Ugh. Uh, he offers to find the killer pro bono as a PI. Her granddad hires him. Things get nasty. It's like a very sad Paul Blart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, imagine pouring years of your life into making a passion project film and then someone on a podcast saying like, yeah, it's kind of like Paul Blart Mall Cop. Hey, look, I like Paul Blart. I Guy who's only seen week. Paul Blart Mall Cop once. This is Paul Blart Mall Cop vibes. <laughs> this has some hardcore Paul Blart uh, vibes. Um, Dude, John Hawks, though, is very hot. He's oh, yeah. great. He's one of he's my a, favorite He's actors. a pick for me. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good one. He's a good Figured one. he'd be a good one to fit in this one since he's kind of a, a similar... Uh, uh, I want to say this in a nice way. You know what? If I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm going to keep my mouth... You know, like when some you look at someone and they look like you're like that person looks like they do a lot of drugs, um, <laughs> like that kind of a vibe, that uh, kind of a vibe. But I'm not I mean, saying. I was going to say drugs. he looks like a cigarette. Yeah, he looks like a. Yes, cigarette. he looks like a drug. You're Interesting. Like a I like that. <laughs> yeah. Huh. What about you? Yeah, Shelley? no, he's he's a great, he's a classic, uh, hot, weird looking guy. He's yeah. great. Absolutely. He's great. Great pick. Oh man. Uh, so I went in a slightly different direction and said that I would pair this with Jean-Luc Godot's 1960 film, Breathless. Uh, oh, yeah, because yeah, I like that both movies are about kind of dumb guys trying to be movie guys, and it ends up getting them hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I hadn't watched Breathless in a really long time. Like I first saw it in high school and then recently went to a screening of it. Uh, and I had always thought like, eh, it's, you know, important, it's influential, but I don't really care about it or like it that much. Watching mm. it again, it fucking rocks. It's Dude, so good. It's and so it's good. all about being a dumb guy. <laughs> yes. It's about being dumb people. Him and that girl are like just two <laughs> yeah. like seminal dummies <laughs> going in, getting into antics and, and mm. little, uh, yeah, misadventures. Yeah. And just vibing. It's so good. Yeah, and I think it's, like, got an interesting moral that, like, if a hot, dumb guy, like, keeps fucking you, um, he's eventually going to ruin your entire life. (laughs) 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 If you let this, like, asshole, dumb guy keep coming over to your place and having sex in your bed, then, uh, yeah, your your life will soon be ruined. (laughs) I think that's important for all of us to remember. (laughs) Go off. Have have either of you seen uh, the remake, the early 80s remake with... uh, Richard Gere? No. no. What? You know, that exists? Now look. Now oh. look, y'all. There are some movies that don't need to get remade. Um, mm-hmm. I believe I watched this like last year. Uh, I watched Breathless for the first time, and then I watched the 1980s remake. Nice. It's just one of those things. It's just like they should have left it alone, but it's an interesting little, uh, like yeah. it, it's, it feels like a proto, uh, like a, a proto Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, interesting interesting yeah yeah i mean it's it's worth seeing just to be like <laughs> oh damn um like he's <laughs> they do he's this? very into comic books and jerry lee lewis and shit um it's fucking weird 
Interesting. <laughs> now, does interesting. it yeah. like feel more sort of like plot driven? Because I mean, like Breathless, they kind of just like walk around and hang out and go to the movies and shit. Like, and I can't imagine a nineteen eighties Richard Gere <laughs> movie uh, having that kind of rhythm. It doesn't have that kind of rhythm. Um, I think it does feel a little bit more like a traditional, like, uh, American, like, here's act one, here's act two, here's act three, and, you know, boobity boop. It gets shot by the cops <laughs> at the end. You know, like, it it, 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 it feels dumb. Um, I don't know. You should, you should both check it out um, because it's... <laughs> I am intrigued, yeah. It's an interesting exercise and, like, oh, let's remake this classic movie that doesn't need to be remade at all um <laughs> yeah it's okay. one of those things we love to do <laughs> yeah we love it we love mm. it um yeah i think that those are a couple of fun very different pairings uh now michael i believe you have prepared a little game for us oh have you my not? god Games. i have <laughs> uh the game is called which doggy barked now, I'm going to read you a line from a film written by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be two lines of dialogue. And the last line is the actor you're guessing. Now, okay. if you guess the actor who delivered the last line, you'll get one point. If you guess the actor and the movie, I'll give you two. Wow. Now... This might be a little too easy for y'all. So I'm reading Uh our doggy lines as John C. Riley to shake things up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I hope it makes it a little bit harder for for the both of you. And um, I think it will. One more thing. Um, Oh, some of these lines of dialogue are do not contain uh, the prettiest language. Uh, So, (laughs) oh, you don't say. Yeah, I look for like nice. Quotes from Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> nice I, quotes. I looked up nice quotes. I Sweet, looked up, lovely quotes. Looked up nice quotes. I'll, I'll tell you what I found. I looked uh-huh. up nice quotes. Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love and, his nice little stories. And when people ask me if I went to film school, I told them, no, I went to film. It's just things that he said. I came... Very close to getting that tattooed on my body. Really? <laughs> At what age? <laughs> Little fact about Brianna. Oh, hmm. yeah. How old were you when you uh, had this idea? Like 17 or 18. But oh, like as with, getting, as with getting a Deathly Hallows tattoo, like I very, very, very like closely avoided wanting it. And I just skated on by and continued on with my life, not making mistakes. Oh, that Very that good. was wise. You got to be really <laughs> careful with the tattoos and think long and hard. Because I've got one that I thought was a sweet, sentimental little design that I did. Uh, and right after COVID started, uh, someone on a dating app asked me if it was supposed to be a COVID particle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, be careful with your tattoos. <laughs> Great advice. Oof. All right, well, should we get into our doggies? We absolutely we shall. Okay. Uh, now, uh, number one. Mm-hmm. And listen to this. You get out of jail in a few years, and you'll meet some old lady, get married, and you'll be so understanding of, to, to your wife's needs because you'll know what it feels like to be a woman. Ooh. Of course, you only want to fuck her in the bump because that uh, P word won't be so tight anymore. <laughs> now. <laughs> Which of our doggies from hmm. Reservoir Dogs delivered this line? Oh my god. Um uh Lawrence Tierney? No. No. I'm going to say Harvey Keitel. Oh, I think you're right. No. No. No, 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 no. Oh. Can I keep guessing Michael until Madison? I'm right? Um <laughs> I'm going to yeah. <laughs> once, we go, once we get through all the guys. Gotta be one of them. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a tip for a future okay. uh, mm-hmm. question. But the answer is mm-hmm. uh, Chris Penn, and the film oh, what the f- is True Romance. God damn it! That was tough. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, yeah, I'm not as familiar with True Romance, and I'm also like not as familiar with just 
Like I know, like like it's like a fucking it's a Tarantino film or whatever, but I feel like I just mm-hmm. wouldn't remember him. Yeah, <laughs> no I offense. think that that one is technically a Tarantino film, but come on, it's you written us by a, Quentin Tarantino. A, a one first, it is. It's, it's, true. it's written by Quentin Tarantino. I think that we started off with a trick question, Shelley. I will give you <laughs> negative points. <laughs> <laughs> You want I'm points. Sorry. You? you want the points. Don't I just want to win something. <laughs> All right. Okay. Number two. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I don't mean any disrespect. I just don't like people barking orders at me. If I'm current with you, it's because time <laughs> is a factor. I think fast, I talk fast, and I need you guys to act fast if you want to get out of this. So pretty please with sugar on top. <laughs> Clean fucking car. Now, which that dog is you? definitely <laughs> that's definitely Harvey Keitel, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Pulp Fiction. Ding ding, points. I'm not gonna All do right. very well at this game. Okay. Wait, damn, your fucking John C. Riley impression is very good. <laughs> Isn't it good? Uh, wow. I, I try. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's impressive. Uh, now, uh, oh, num- sorry. Just a quick tangent. Did everybody see Licorice Pizza? Not yet. Oh my god, I'm not the yet, real yet, Herman Munster. <laughs> there not is yet. like a little cameo. I don't think you even see him on screen, but you do you hear you that do. voice and you're brief. like, oh, <laughs> he's here. Yeah. <laughs> it's anyway, so good. good. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three. Okay. What's the terms? Get your bony ass down here in the morning with a million dollars in folding cash, and I'll give you the greatest sword ever made by man. How do you like the sound of that? Which doggy? Uh, Mark this oh, line. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, I'm like trying to think. Yeah, I'm like, who's in? I, oh, I don't want to. What if I have a guess for half? Um, I'll allow it since the first one was a toughie. Um, is it someone in Kill Bill? Yes. Which volume? Oh, I'm just uh, playing with you. I'm just oh. playing with you. I'll, you. I'll let you have it. <laughs> okay. Does that mean I get half a point? Is it Michael um, Madsen? No. I'll Michael give you. Madsen. I'll give you. I'll give you one point. I'll give oh, you one. Thanks. Wait. Did, who did you say? Michael Madsen. Oh. You get two points, sis. Ah, yeah, that's what I was when she said you, that. I was like, "Oh, it's got to be him." Yo, sis, you got two points. <laughs> oh, look at me there! Look at me go, baby. Okay. <laughs> Number four. I'll have the Douglas Sirk steak and a vanilla coke. Uh, how would you like that? Burnt to a crisp or bloody as hell? No. Oh. Which doggy? Bark that. Oh, <laughs> Phoebe Shemi in Pulp Fiction, right? Ding ding! You see, I told you this would be easy. Damn, it's fucking easy. You got four Damn, points. Fucking easy over here. Fucking... Now we got our last one. Oh boy, oh. this one you're not gonna get. Oh no! <laughs> not oh, that you're gonna get this one. Um, oh, fuck. oh fuck you! Uh, yeah, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, you... Um, but I'll I'll do it just for shits. Um, <laughs> let me explain what we're talking about here. No, sir. You don't have to explain anything to me. Whatever constitutes a good time as far as you guys are concerned, well, that's your business. Uh, you can uh, guess which doggy. Bark the line. Uh, I don't like that he's so confident that we won't know. It makes I me know. not even want to try. <laughs> you can guess, you'll be able to guess the actor if you guess the actor, but you won't be able to guess the movie, I don't think. Oh, is it? Um... <laughs> Why won't we be able to guess the movie? You won't yeah. be able to guess the movie because it's not a movie that uh, it's not something. All right, these are all <laughs> films. It is a film written by uh-huh. Quentin Tarantino, uh-huh. but it's not a film that people would think of as written by Quentin Tarantino, even though he uh, did look. write this film. Not Natural uh, Born Killers. No. Okay. Um, in this collection of films about uh oh 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 is it four rooms? Yeah. <gasps> yes. Fuck! Oh, I love four rooms. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. 
Huh. Hell you yeah! Ooh, we got that say, together. I'm gonna say, Brianna, you won. You won the game. You. Wow. You, you wow. won the game, Shelly. You were close. Um, I think you both did a really great job. Um, especially with that first curveball, and then with that last one, where I was like, "You guys are not gonna get." <laughs> yeah, this. you thought, you, you totally, thought, but I was totally... such a Tarantino head in high school. I watched Four Rooms so many times. I, un- I, oh, yeah. I did not big Tim Roth days. <laughs> I guess he's cute in that. Got... His, his little hat and his little suit. Come on, oh, come on. I underrated how you guys are real cutie heads. Cutie heads. <laughs> Couple of cutie There's heads. Rods, my what's up? Cutie head. <laughs> cutie heads. I'm a cutie head. She's a ghoul head. <laughs> we like them all. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Well, that was a very good game, Michael. Thank uh, you for your beautiful work. Oh, on thank that. you. Uh, <laughs> the kids enjoyed it too. Game. Very good game. <laughs> good. Uh, they thought it was uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. It well, took me two hours to write out the rules and wait, find. It took you two hours to do that. Two whole hours. Can you believe it? Uh, maybe I take it back about how good of a job you did. <laughs> hey, Shelly, I'm uh, good. You aren't good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like fundamentally, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that about you, Michael. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Well, there are several things that we love about Brianna that I think she would like to plug before we wrap things up. Great segue. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Brianna, where can uh, our listeners find you? You can find me uh, on Twitter at JustBriZigs. I write for a lot of different places, uh, but I am probably most frequently at Paste Magazine. Um, and you could also kindly subscribe to my newsletter called That's Weird, where um, I actually wrote a very long essay about why Steve Buscemi is so hot uh, back in like May. Um, and it's briannaziggler.substack.com. Uh, I have not written for it in three months, but we're bringing it back this Hell week. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. stay tuned. We love it. Oh, man. Everyone check out. All of her writing. It is fantastic. You know you got something good going. If Tim Heidecker retweets your article about what? his work. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my so God. Cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I interviewed him back in, like, October for Paste. And, like, the first thing he said to me when we hopped on the call was that, like, he knew me. And he, like, knew my writing and had been following it. That's that so is the cool. Coolest shit and he like, ever heard. yeah, I like died. I was like trying to not be fangirly, but I was like, that means so much to me. I would, wow, I would I tr- have a nosebleed. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. That's <laughs> how jealous I am. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Look it up, guys. Lots of great writing. Uh, you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Everyone Is Hot Pod. Uh, that's everyone with the numeral one, not O N E. Everyone is hot. Odd. And please uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and write us a little review talking about your own personal stealth sex symbol. And we might just read it on the podcast. We might. But if you are fucking stingy with the amount of stars you give us, like, why would you even do that? Why would you even log into Apple and give us the don't do that. Uh, give us the five stars. Give us the whole five. Yeah, if you give us less than five we're going to find where you live and kick your little asses. So Honestly, I don't get into this very much, but <laughs> just like we're a, a, a woman, an African-American human being are running this podcast and we have to work twice as hard for half <laughs> as much. It's absolutely <laughs> bullshit. Uh, please we just support talk with like, famous misogynists like Brianna Ziegler just to God. get the numbers Literally, up. Just to juice the numbers up. You Joe guys Rogan's together doing this. doing this podcast, you only equal one person, actually. You don't <laughs> it's equal two ridiculous. people. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's, it's fucking really wild. <laughs> Gosh. So yeah, give us five stars. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. Five whole stars. <laughs> okay. Five whole stars. Guys, this was just a hoot and a holler and a real good time. Oh, uh, Rihanna, thank you so much for being on. This was so thank fun. Thank you so much for having me. We uh, we love you. We love Steve Buscemi, and we're gonna find him somewhere Mwah. in Brooklyn. All right, guys. Fuck yeah. oh, what a fun now, episode! Michael, Thank you what so do you much. Think that the listeners should do. 
Oh, look, guys, uh, gals, uh, people. <laughs> stay <laughs> hydrated and stay uh. Uh. horny. Stay horny. horny. <laughs> Woo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 